couples that are struggling with fertility, that Hashem should bless them with. Amen. being studied for Amen. We begin today's daf on Chabet Amud Bet. On the bottom of the Amud, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Mishum Rabbi Shimon Ben Yehot Sadak, called Tamid Hakam Sheinu Nokem VeNoter Kanahash. So any Tamid Hakam that does not take revenge, the Noter. Uh, also, a form of revenge, like the Gemara will tell us now, Kanahash, like a snake, Eno Talmid Hakam. So, therefore, the Hakam, uh, to a certain degree, has to be vindictive. And the question is, what does it mean, vindictive, like a Nahash? And the Hakamim teach that when a snake um, uh, bites, he puts the venom, but he doesn't get any Hana'ah. All other animals, when they attack, they attack their prey, but they have a Hana'ah from it, they enjoy it. However, the snake does not. So therefore, the Tamin Hakam, when he's going against making a, a nekama against whatever it is, the sinners or those that disrespect him or however it is, it has to be the Shem Shamayim. That, you know, although he's trying to set the record straight, but he doesn't have any Hana'ah from the, uh, from the nekama itself. So that's what it means, Kanahash. Implying over here that what? That nekama is okay. Taking revenge is okay. Taking nitira, whatever nitira is, which we'll see, is okay. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? We just read in the parasha, Vaketiv, Lotikom Velotitor. It says over here, Lotikom Velotitor, that you're really not supposed to take revenge and not supposed to titor. That's a monetary item. We're talking about over here, could be they disrespected the hakam in a certain way, verbally. So they, verbally, the hakam wants to come and attack. He can go defend himself. However, when it comes to monetary things, as we're going to see in the example of the Gemara, then already the laws of Lotikum Velotitor apply. The Tanya, famous Braita. Ezuhi Nekima Ve'ezuhi Netira. Okay, we got an explanation. Nekima, the case of revenge is Amalo Hashileni Magalcha. Right? Uven tells Shimon, lend me your Magal. Obviously, the Uven does not have a Magal. So he needs a sickle. So he tells Shimon, lend me a sickle. Amarlo, love. I'm not. Shimon has it. I'm not doing it. The Mahar Amarlo, Shimon tells Reuven, uh, Hashidini Kardumcha. He says, Lend me your Kardom, uh, your axe. Now, obviously, he's not telling me, Lend me your sickle, because he has a sickle already. So, therefore, he has to say, Lend me something else. That's why you want to change from, from Magal uh, 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 to Kardom. Anyway, what is Reuven answer? Amarlo, any mashilcha kedirik shelo hishaltani. Zuhi nekima, straight up nekima. I'm not lending you just like you didn't, you didn't lend me. Yes, when I asked you for the sickle, you said no, and you now ask me for the magal, no. And therefore, I'm not, uh, I'm not doing it. That's mamash tit for tat, revenge. Nekima. So the Gemara then says, ve'ezuhi netira. What's the case of netira? Lotitor. So amadash ilini kardomcha. Similar case. Let me your kardom. Amarle lo. So he tells him. No, I'm not lending you the uh, kardom. Le maha, the next day, So Shimon says, let me your uh, haluk, let me your uh, shirt, your robe. Take it. I'm not like you. So that means he gives it to him, but he reminds him and he tells him, I'm better than you. I'm not like you. You didn't, but I did. Zuhi. Netira. 
I'll stop right here. So the simple explanation is, okay, nekama is where he doesn't lend it because you didn't lend me, I'm not lending you. That's revenge, what we'd call. We always understood. Netira is that he still has some animosity over here. He's saying, I'll give it to you, but he's still remembering what the other guy did. Uh, I'm not like you. You didn't give it to me, I'm giving it to you. The question over here is, in the second case, you changed the whole, uh, all, 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 all the items, of it, all the props you changed in the story. He went from a kardom to a haluk. So, you know, what, what did you have to change the, uh, the case for? What was the matter with the examples that we gave in the first mashal? Kardom and, uh, and magam. And Islam, you went now to kardom and haluk. So the, there's a famous uh, maharal over here. Maharal learns that this is all one case. It's all continuation, the lotikom velotikom. So which means uh, the case started where he says, let me your magal. And uh, he tells him, no. He says, okay, let me your kardum, your, your, your axe. What does the Uvein say? I'm not lending it to you because, because uh, you didn't lend me the magal. I'm not lending you the magal. So then it says, So then the Uven comes along and says, Lend me the, the Kardom. So he told him again. So he says, So he says, Lend me your Haluk, which means uh, now, this is after he didn't lend him the, the, the Kardom. Now he's coming to say, Lend me the, the, the shirt, which already the guy committed revenge against him. Now he's asking him for, the, for a different item. So he says, Which means it, 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 it's coming after the Nekama case. And after, let's say, uh, uh, Shimon committed Nekama on Reuven, so he comes along and he says, even now, that even though he fulfilled Nekama, you're not allowed to hold Netira against him. You would have thought that after he did Nekama on you, I'm not lending you because uh, you didn't lend me. Okay, that's a uh, guy's a bad guy. He didn't come at me. Still, you're not allowed to do nitira on him and say, I'm not like you. See, the Baha'u'llah learns the case is all one case that's continuing going, going back and forth. And even though, that's why it's a haluk case. It's, it's switching it, an it, item. It's it switch, switch the items because now it's a new item that's on the table. So let's try to give the case uh, in order. The Uven came along and said, uh, lend me your magal, right? And then Shimon said, I'm not. Okay, so Shimon already says no. And then Shimon the next day comes along and says, let me your kardom. And then the Uven says, no, okay. no I'm not. No, no, no come I'm not doing it just like you didn't lend me your uh, 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 magal. I'm not lending you uh, uh, my, uh, my kardom. So therefore, the Uven took revenge against Shimon. Okay, and, and now the, 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 the case continues. That uh, after the Uven took revenge... Uh, uh, the Uven comes along and tells Shimon, uh, give me, can I borrow your uh, um, kardom? And uh, Shimon says, uh, no. And then Shimon says to the Uven, can you lend me your uh, haluk? And then uh, the Uven says, I'm not going to, uh, I'll give it to you. I'm not like you. Now, even though Shimon did the kama on uh, the Uven, so you would have thought that maybe that's not considered a netira, that's still considered a, a netira. In any event, the Gemara says, so you see what? That nekama is only by uh, mamon items. So therefore the Rav, that he's taking nekama like a nahash, that's okay, because um, uh, it's not mamon. He's taking nekama on uh, personal things. 
So the Gemara says, "Mitzarad um, gufa." No, oh, when it comes to personal things, sad gufa, words and things like that, they say the rabbi could take revenge. Is that okay? Such a revenge? We have a brayta. Vatanya, the famous brayta that says what? And the Arabim ve'enam olbim, shumim chadpatam ve'enam meshivim. So those are the people, Ne'alabim. They receive their, uh, Ne'alab, they're embarrassed. But they don't, they don't insult others. They hear their shame. They don't respond. They serve God. And they're happy with Yisudin. They don't complain. What does the Pasuk say about these people? That they're going to shine like the sun. The rabbis explained because the sun didn't complain with the moon. The moon came along and said, uh, there's not enough uh, room over here for two kings. And the sun didn't say anything. So what, what did God say to the moon? So therefore, they're going to shine like the sun who did not respond to the claim of the moon. So the Gemara says, so what do you see from over here? That even verbally, one is not allowed to take, uh, shouldn't take revenge. The Gemara says, if somebody embarrasses you or somebody does something, he's supposed to accept it Bahaba. So how can you tell me that Tamir Hakam, Nokem, Venoter, you know, I should do these things. You know what it says? The Olam, No, it's talking about the Hakam, he keeps it in his heart. That means if somebody embarrasses him or somebody, you know, ridicules him or Mebazer, he won't take a physical revenge, but he holds it inside. And what's the benefit of holding it inside? So that she says in the third line, Right. If somebody else, like a student, wants to take the revenge for the rab, the rabbi will keep quiet. He'll let him do it. He's not going not, not to stop him. So the rabbi holds the, the grudge against those that come against him. He doesn't, do, he doesn't take a revenge. But he's not going to stop somebody else from coming and taking the nekabah. And nekabah says, that's okay. By the way, that's the whole problem with Shaul. Shaul... He didn't defend the Malchut. The Malchut doesn't belong to Shaul. The Malchut belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, Shaul, no problem. But what happened, we learned yesterday's daf. the men of Shaul wanted to fight. And what did Shaul do? He stopped them. That was the mistake of Shaul. He should have allowed the Nekama to take place by others, even though he wants to be a Shomei Why? Because the kingdom belongs to Hashem. So the same way with Hacham. His Torah is the Torah, is, is, he's only going to come up because of the Torah of Hashem. Therefore, if he wants to be a tzaddik ta'cham and, and not talk, but if the Tamidim want to go and make a, a macha'a or make a you know, revenge, so in that case, the Tamidim ha'cham might be quiet, but he's allowed to hold it in his heart, meaning to the extent to allow the Tamidim to be no kid. Yes, and it's telling you how they're doing it. No kem belibo. No kem, but no kem. No kem, but no kem. He has animosity in the talk. Isn't no kem the act of actually doing it? No kem, but That's what you thought originally. Now we're learning. It means he's passively allowing others to make a nikam out of him. Because Tamir Hakam has to be Shomei Hal Patobe no Meshiv. That's the noter. That's the noter of a Tamir Hakam. Of a Tamir Hakam, it's like that. Kima, regular is nikamah, mamon. This type of nikamah means in his heart he still holds the grudge. And he allows the Tamidim to do it. Although the Gibbara says, even that's a problem. Okay? You have to be Ma'avira Midotav. Which means, even if somebody wronged you, Ma'avira Bidotav, you have to let them, uh, let, them, let them go. 
and it says if you let them go, you don't stand on your principles. So you assume a Tamid Hakam has that uh, that midah also. So why is he holding it? Why is he holding it in there? Kebla said, Of course, if they come and ask for Mechila, then uh, it, was, it was forgotten. But we're talking about over here, we didn't ask for Mechila. So when they didn't ask for Mechila, there's no Dima Avira Midotav. Let them come and say, I'm sorry. And then they'll say, once, that, once the guy comes to the Tamid Hakam and, and asks for forgiveness, the guy shouldn't be. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm not forgiving you. But if the guy was not Mifayes, the guy never came and made the Piyus, meaning an appeasement, so therefore the Gemara is saying over there, he's allowed to look him in passively through, through, uh, through others. So Tamih Chacham should, if they don't ask forgiveness, Tamih Chacham, it's better for him not to It's not his Torah to forgive. That's the point. Don't say it. It's not true. Don't comment. You didn't say it. I'm not saying that you couldn't be more happy people. I died. It's a shaker. How do you say it? You're not mochel. You're not supposed to be mochel. You're not supposed to be hakam. Again, the point is not that he's, he's vengeful. It's not. It's Torah. You cannot be mevazei your Torah. It's not, it's not, it's not personal. It's, it's, it's Torah, it's Torah of, of Hashem. So the Mebazein, the Tamin Akam, Mebazein Torah. So you have no right to come along and say, nah, I don't care, I don't care, it's, it's, it's the Torah of Hashem. So if you, want, you don't want to say anything, fine, but you can, if somebody wants to make the, the Kama, like he says, But again, like I said earlier, it's like a Nahash, you're not doing it for Hana'ah, to, to relish that you got the guy. You're doing it to, to defend the, the Torah. <clears throat> okay, so now the Gemara discusses uh, the lottery they used to take. <coughs> so the one thing and the two fingers. I think the Gemara was basically answer your question. Ultimately, we had a question yesterday. The Mishnah said when they make the lottery, they, 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 the Kohen or the Mimune picks a number, and the Kohenim stand in a circle, and he takes off the Mitznefit of one of the Kohenim, he starts from him, and he, he says, put out one or two fingers, and then he picks up a random number, and he does the, does the count, Halilah, until he goes around, wherever it lands on, that's the one. So we had a question yesterday. Uh, why, why, why did he let them put out two fingers? Let them put out one finger. And uh, ultimately, what the general is going to say, you're right. We really want them to put out one finger. The only reason why we give the option for two fingers is because some people, their fingers, when you, you, they, they're not unable to put out one finger. Sometimes when they put out one finger, another finger automatically comes out. It's control of the, you know, of the hands, like an arthritis. I mean, you, can't, you, can't, you can't put one finger out. So those sick people that can't put out one finger, they, they put out two. So really, ultimately, really, the rule was one finger per, per guy. Unless the guy's sick and has no choice, then we'll let him put out two fingers. We don't count both. No, in a sick guy, you might count both. But in a, in a healthy guy that puts out two, you might not count both. But the point is, it, it, the rule really was one finger. But so why'd you give a guy two then? And if two, let two, three. No, 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 it's one. It's just that two is for a sick guy. That, that's the basic rule. Which, by the way, Shtayim is lends itself for more trickery. So if you're letting the guy put out two fingers, a hot tell me one. One is obviously more safe. Right? Remember we said two fingers, the guy could cheat. So therefore, if you're letting me put out two, which is more prone to trickery, and that's okay. So certainly one should be okay. So the You're right. If he's a bari. All Kwanim that have been Im that are healthy, one finger. That's it. You don't have an option to two. Guys are Hole that he cannot control his finger. When he puts out one finger, another finger comes out. <coughs> so therefore he has no he has no choice. So it comes again and says, Hole, look at that she fourth line. 
It's unbelievable. It's, uh, that's, uh, if you're able to put out one finger at a time, you have to know that you're because it's healthy. Some people can't control their, uh, the body movement. As the Breitah proves this, this is a proof, this is a Benichotah. Clear. And the regular rule is, it's one finger, not two fingers. That's the deen. That's you don't count the two fingers, you only count it as uh, one. So they don't have no advantage in the count. Exactly, there's no advantage in the count. And only count them as one. Yeah, but it, it sounds like only Yechidim. Why Yechidim? What about a guy who's in the count? Which means, what, why did the Gemara ever say Yechidim, they could put out two fingers, of course they're not, they're not well, and they're separate, and when we count them, we count them as one. As one. And if the guy's not a Yechid, if he's with the group. Oh, a regular Cholet? Yeah, regular Cholet in the group. Sounds What's like the deal? Sounds like he counts as two. It sounds like the Enmonin, Lahena, Lahachat is going even on the Cholet, maybe. Whoever, whoever is allowed to. So you're arguing with the way I'm saying it. Okay, we have a Machloka, no problem. I understand your way of learning, but from the way I'm reading it, what did you jump to Yahidim for? guys are separate. Motsim Shtayim, the Enmonin, Lahena, Lahachat. Why go slow? That's going on Yahidim. And what about the guy who's not a Yahid? A regular Cholet that's in the group sounds like for this Gemara, you count them as two fingers. What would there be a difference? I don't know, but that's what it sounds like. You have a, you have a insight for us? What's it saying? First, the Kohanim that do not mix with others. But, but they said they're sick also. Yeah, they're sick. They're sick. That's what she says. Yeah, right. They're sick. That's what they're allowed to put out too. Well, the writer is already taught that sick Kohanim are allowed to put out two fingers. Uh-huh. It's necessary to restate the law in this case. Because? Here we refer to Kohanim who are capable of extending a single finger. Here we refer, we refer to Kohanim who are capable of extending a single finger. Nevertheless, since each Kohanim is sitting alone, no one will mistakenly think his two fingers belong to two Kohanim. He may therefore put out two fingers since they will be counted only as one in any event. In any event. In any event. Uh, so therefore you're saying the Hadush over here, the answer to the question. Over here we want to say the Hadush is that he's a Yahid that would be able to put out one finger. But since you're alone, put out two. Kiss. Cool kiss. We're not going to catch you a mistake anyway because you're alone. So we know we know that's only one. But in the Khadami, if he was together in the group, even if he puts out two fingers, the coin's going to see the two and catch them only as one. So therefore, basically, there's no advantage of putting out two fingers because anyway, we're going to only catch them as one. And therefore, you have no, no problem. The advantage of Yechadim is saying is basically that even if he's able to, we're not going to. Tom struggled to do it. Just put out two fingers anyway because it's not going to come to any... Uh, it seems like uh, they're, they're giving this, they don't care if they double count them. They'll give them a check. Okay, you're right. We might double count you. Double, double. No, no, but no, they're no. not going to double count the Yahid. I know. That, no, no, no. That's the Yahid. But I'm saying that's the sick guy. They're not going to double count them. Right. Because right. they're going to count them as one. No, but if they... I'm saying they... they, they since we're not worried. Can't. We're Since not worried. Right. Maybe they will double count right. them. Okay, but that's... that's I'm saying no, no. They won't. they won't double count them. The, we don't want them to double count them. 
We're letting him put through figures because he can, yeah, but we can count them as one. There right. Is a, there is a risk that you get confused. Right. right. Look, but we're not worried about that risk. Yeah, That's the point. We're not worried about the risk, but we want them to count them as one. Good. Finished. Don't worry about tricking one, two. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Could have been another way. Right. Could have been another way. Another way. I hear you. Anyway, the Gemara says, 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 the so you don't put out two fingers. You don't put out the etzpa with the finger next to it. You can't put out those two fingers. Or the etzpa and the gudal. En mutzim, no shalish. Not shalish alone. I mean shalish with the etzpa. Those two fingers. Ela achat. Ela, you only put out what? No gudal. That ama'im. Yesterday, what are you worried about? Ramaim in these cases. Why? You might count them as uh, two. When you, you might switch and add a finger there. And then you're going to count them as uh, two. Because he sees the count coming, coming around. Oh, but if he does put out the shalish, what do we do? Monim lo, you count them. Oh, so what does it say? That you count them as two. I thought you said over here a rule that even if he puts out two fingers, you only count them as one. And here it says if he puts out the, 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 the third finger, you count them as two. Uh, goes against the rule. Yabara says, Gudal en monim lo. Okay, Gudal en monim lo, because that's uh, really a trick. When the guy puts the gudal out, we never count the gudal, but you'll count the third finger. So that's, that's a question against what we just said. Kind of the air, we just give a rule. We never count, no matter how many fingers he puts out, you're one. But if here it sounds like, it's true, gudal, we're not going to count this two. But we're going to count, the it's by the middle finger as two. Velo od ela befakia. Not only that, but if a guy puts out a, a gudal, uh, and a second finger, he's trying to cheat. We whip him after, which means he, he, he has a kanas. I think he's, I think he's out of the, he's out of the lottery, and he also gets a uh, gets a, gets punished. So the Gemara says, "My monimlo name ahat." When it said monimlo, it meant we don't penalize him, but we count them as one. Meaning, when the guy sticks his middle finger out, when we said monimlo, we thought monimlo, you cut the middle finger. That's two. No, no. Monimlo, we don't disqualify him. But Sheikha, the guy with the, the thumb, he's disqualified. So they're different. But you're only counting everybody as one. That's the, that's the basic rule that's working this Gemara over here. This is your question yesterday. If, if there's such a thing as advantage by putting out two fingers, there's no advantage in him because you can put out five fingers. No, no, amongst, there's a look amongst the guys. I, 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 didn't, I didn't open up the, the statistic books. But the point is. Point is, it's not going to make a difference anyway because you can't go only as one. Can I give it? I guess it's the semantics. So my pakia. What is this pakia? So you hit him with a pakia. What is it? Mazer pakia. Amara madra. Allah says like a whip. My madra. Amara papa matrika de taye. It's a whip of the taye of the tayaim is like the Arabs that use one to whip the horses. They pasik they share. They split the top of it. So it has many, many, many whips. You never see the, the, the whips on top. They split it so it has many straps. Like therefore, when they hit the horse, it hits it many times. So therefore, that's called the uh, the whip over called the pakia, meaning it's a uh, split. Let's just catch up in the sheet for a second. En motziin. Im ha etzba lo shalish v'lo gudal. The en motziin shtei. That's the rule. 
ואם הוסיף שלי שמונינו שאין לו רמאי, לפי שהוא ניכר שאין לו משנה בני אדם, שאין לו להרחיק זה מזה. Right, right, he's not a wise guy if he puts out the middle finger, because the middle finger is next to the index, it doesn't look like two people. It's not as bad as a, as a thumb. A thumb, you can really confuse the counter. But you're not going to confuse the counter on the third finger. Don't do it, but he did it. Okay, so what does it say? Klal, he's out. Knas. Right, when we said monim, though, we thought that you counted as two. And that goes against our rule over here that you never count two fingers as two. But I answered, no, we're talking about you count him. I mean, he's not disqualified. Right, when it's split, the horse feels the whip many times. Because it keeps a because a few times in it. Right. So, right. so they tear it, they split it in there. What do you see more from this Gemara? I learned a great lesson. That, what, what are they bringing me? Like a ta'a, like a Ishmaeli, that has a, you tell me a whip. An explanation like we said the other day from the Satma Rebbe. The hachamim, anytime they see something in the world, right away they relate it to Torah. <laughs> So then when you see a whip of uh, Ishmaeli, you don't think of anything. They, oh, that's the whip they used in the, in the Beit HaMikdash. They whipped the, so everything that comes to your eyes, you have to figure out what is this item, the Gaber, Torah. That's what they're using in Israel. Because you're going to see things in life. You can't only see things that are, you know, books. You're going to see events. The reason why you see the events is you have to figure out what does that have to do with, because everything's in the blueprint. If that's in the world, that's connected somehow to Torah. So that's why they bring these examples. Ishmaeli, Using something they saw every day, but a secular guy would never think to connect it to something you learned about the Mikdash. Amar Abaye, Meresh Avamina Hadetnan, Ben Bibae Memune Alapakia. So we learned, what was Shekalin? We learned that Ben Bibae was the Memune, was the administrator of the Pakia. We didn't know what Pakia was. was initially, I thought Pakia was what? Amina Pitilta. I thought it meant he was in charge of the wicks. Kidetnan, Mibilae Mechnasea Kohanim. We learned about Sekatsuka. From the worn out uh, uh, pants of the Kohanim, Umehem Nehem, Mehem Nehem is their belts. What did they do from the old belts? Hayu Mefakin, Ubahem Hayu Madlikin. They used to rip them and make them into wicks and use them to light the menorot uh, during some habit Shoeba. So that's why he thought the word Pakia is referring to wicks. So he said that, that, that Bibae, who's in charge of the Pikiim, he felt he was the guy in charge of the wicks. Habav Kemen the Shaman al but when I heard this bright over here that says that uh, not only is he disqualified, but they whip him with the pakia. Oh, so I said, oh, when it says there's a memune on the pakia, it's not the wicks anymore. It must be he's the guy in charge of the the whip in order to whip these uh, these guys who do the uh, who do the cheating. Look at that she nagda Okay, that's fine over there. Okay. Okay, just to throw out a question over there, and when the Gemara said, Shnaim Motsiya Hat Mibaya, right? The Gemara said, if you have to put out two, one, so the Tosfot says many times in Shas, the Gemara says, Lozu Afsu. And sometimes the Gemara says, you're right, but Lozu Afsu. But Tosfot says that's the only when you don't have an answer. <laughs> if you have an answer, you don't give a Lozu Afsu. Lozu Afsu is like, you know, if you can't give an answer, you can say, okay, sometimes it does that. But here we give an answer. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. 
So therefore, they don't have to. And he gives examples. The whole Tosfos is basically giving examples of where you say those who have. Good. How was I? Right. They were running up the running up the kevish. They were running up the ramp. And we said initially that was the rule that they made. The finish line is four amot by the mizbeach, and somebody reached the uh, the four amot mark. The other guy. Oh. The other guy took a, a knife. Okay. <laughs> he stand him to death. He wanted to be the Trumatadeshan. Ahmad. Ahmad. It's amazing. It's amazing. But there's, there's, practical, there's, practical, there's practical lessons to this. Practical lessons. Ahmad beat Sadok. Al Ma'alot Ha'ulam. Maybe Sadok was obviously was shocked by this. So he got up and he gave him Musar. What was the Musar that he gave? Ahmad Ha'enu Beit Israel Shema'u. If there's a halal that's found in the adama, and the sadiqachamim have to go out and have to bring egla arufa to mechaper for the halal. Anu almi lehavi egla arufa. Who are we going to bring the egla arufa? Who has to bring the egla arufa? Alair or azarot? Who's obligated here? The city of Jerusalem has to bring the egla arufa, or does the kohanim and the azarot? He, he didn't mean this as a halachic uh, speech. We know over here we know who the murder is. <laughs> It's not, it wasn't a speech of halakha. He was just saying, say, look at the time. What's going on over here? There's a, somebody got murdered in the Azara of Yerushalayim. Who, who's going to bring the Kabbalah for this? Ga'u, kolam, Everybody's like, it worked. He got them to, to realize what's going on over here. Ba'abib shatinok, the father of this Kohen that got stabbed, came, he comes to Tinok, the young Kohen, umetza'o kishu mefarpel. He saw he was still alive. He was still shaking, still breathing a little. No, it doesn't mean Tinok. It doesn't mean Tinok. Take the knife out because he didn't die yet, so therefore the sakin is not tameh. So he was worried about the tumah of the knife. Right, he's thinking about the tumah of the knife. He he's still alive, so if you take the knife, no, it's not halal Take out the knife, it's the tawar. They were more worried about tarat kelim. And they worried about Shavikud uh, Damim. They were mezal. No, it's not a praise at all. They were mezalzel when it came to 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 Oh, so now, the uh, Gemara, first of all, you see over here uh, an amazing concept, that you can have uh, different priorities. You can have a priority that Tumat Met is more important than, than Mitah. They, 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 they were able to, to accept, but they were able to tolerate the Mitah of the, of the Kohen on them as well. But they were worried about the, that's even the father. That's even the father of the one that got... Uh, so you see over here, 
that um, not 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 to say, but you have to know the priorities uh, when when when. And again, my, the opinion of the of the of the tzaddikim again, because we're going back to Meron, because that's on everybody's mind. Of course, it's a big mitzvah to go to kibbutz tzaddikim. There's nothing to do. And Meron, Rabbi Yishmaeli said, yes, it's like the Beit Hamikdash. So it has the same din of the Beit Hamikdash normally. Therefore, that's why every year there's always miracles that happen over there. So Omdim Sifufim, nothing ever happens. However, when 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 a priority to go to Kibbutz Sadiqim becomes more important than than life. Then uh, then already, so you could see you could have mis- misplaced priorities sometimes. Here, no, right? It was an accident, but it was, it's it's not safe. You were never there, so you don't know. But it's not safe even in the regular. So that doesn't mean to say that it's not menashamayim and it's a gezerah. Sure. That Rabbi said it saved millions of people for sure. It's a gezerah. But that doesn't exempt from just being, yeah, it doesn't matter, we, we do anything we want. Because uh, Rabbi Amara said yesterday, said, you have to make takanot. You can't just uh, say, okay, it's gezeram shamaim, therefore it's gezeram shamaim. You're right, it's gezeram shamaim. But then there's a, there's, a, there's a, and of course it's cruel just to say that uh, the lesson over here is to make okay. steps. Of course, anybody says that the Ramam says it's achzab. Because, you, you, because everything has what we call gorem aharon. The Gorem Aharon. The Gorem Aharon was this. But the Ilata Elovis Matis was Hashem. You're just looking at the Gorem Aharon. This was a Gezerah trickled down from Shamayim. You're just looking at the last step of this Gezerah was you know, overcrowding. So oh, that's what it is. Hold on. This, this Gezerah started not from overcrowding, it started from the Olamot Adionim. So therefore, it's a Gezerah. Aye, the, the last step. Good. So you have to be taking the Gorem Aharon for future, but that's not the. That's not the lesson. So the lesson we get out of this is, you know, uh, you know, uh, p- p- putting big exit signs. That's the forty-five Sunday came died. They used to put big exit signs. Although that, that's a that's a that's a proper hashtadlut and totsa'ah, but you don't end there. That's that's the that's the physical item. I'm just trying to say over here, but you could, it's possible you can get so caught up into thinking that this is more important than that, and Hazrat Shalom look what it led to. So you have to be you have to be careful on both things. Thing over here, uh, they were trying to decide who's responsible, the Eid or the Azad. Right. That's what's happening now, like, later on. Yeah, which, which is a mistake. Which is a mistake. Right. Which is a terrible mistake. Right. The Satan was responsible, commanded by God. God commissioned the Satan with the blessing of Rabbi Shimon uh, to do this. He said, obviously, there was millions of people that were supposed to die. Rabbi did not let. Somebody say Nahim on the day of Bismha. There was one rabbi that came and said Nahim in the Amidah. And uh, said his, his children died there. So he had a child that died that year. Mishra was like, saying Nahim on my happy day. Mishra was makpeed that you shouldn't say Nahim. He said, This is my happy day. That's the day of Mituka Dinim. Mishra doesn't know what's going on in his mouth. Of course, he knows everything. So obviously, this was uh, a Mituk of some sort. I, to us, it does not look like a Mituk of some sort. That's, that's where Imunah comes in, where we don't understand things. But nonetheless, um, the Gemara over here is telling us that this is much more severe than we read in our Mishnah. We read in our Mishnah about a guy running up the ramp, but he broke his leg. But he was saying, killed him. So hold it. Which Ma'aseh happened over here that caused them to change the rules and make a lottery? So the Gemara asks, hey Ma'aseh Kadim, which story came first? 
the broken leg story or the, the stamping. If it was the shifchut damim, the murder case came first. If you tell me they didn't make a takana of pious after there was a stamping on them as bad, that didn't cause the rabbis to react. So they're going to make a, a takana for a broken leg? Oh, so it must be they made the takana after the broken leg. So what was this race over here? They made a pious already. So how did it ever come to this? If they made the pious after the broken leg episode, how did it ever come to somebody, two guys running up to Mizbeah? There's no running up. It's done by pious. So, how you learn, we have a problem. Really, Shvudamim was Kadim. Omikaras, exactly. Omikaras Sabur, Akrai Ba'almahu. Which means it's a rare case. You don't make a takana on uh, 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 something that's not Shkhiya. Uh, that's a normal case that people are going to stab each other. It was an aberration. It's a Akarai Ba'ama. This has happened. Something, some crazy, right, some crazy guy did it. It's not, uh, you know, not, 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 not to worry that it's going to happen again. You only make a Gezerah if you think it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen again. When they saw that even unintentionally, you know, the, 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 the first case might have been malicious. Malicious people, we're not going to make a Gezerah again. But the same they were just running. And they pushed each other by mistake, and the guy fell and broke his leg. Oh, and once we see already, it's happening even without malicious people. Now we have to make a gazera. So therefore, paisa they made the takirut rabbanan. Paisa the rabbis made the pious. Mad bitzadok al malot haolam. Bitzadok we're going back to his derash. Bitzadok got up in the malot haolam. The amaracheru beit israel shema uharehu amir ki matzachalat badon. It's amazing. Every daf so far since Meron is talking about. Who's responsible? We're responsible ultimately. Everybody has to say, That's ultimately really, and, 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 and the, 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 the tzaddikim are all saying, uh, the Yetzirah is so clever. The reason why he wants you to start to point fingers so you don't point the finger to yourself. <laughs> so they love it. Oh, the virus, China. China, China, oh, China, we got to make it. That, that, that's 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 not the that's not the right way, because you'll always find a gorem to divert you from the ikar gorem b'shvili nasa. Every Jew has to think that he was he was responsible for, for this for this uh, tzar, and those korbanot were kapara for you, like he said. So they were to come along and say what it's kapara, and therefore blame what blame uh, blame the Department of uh, Transportation. Again, that's a diversion, like like we took blame the mezuzah. So therefore, you're blaming, uh, you're blaming others. It takes it away from the... <clears throat> anyway, what did he say in the Derash? Who are we going to bring the Kapara for? For the city of Jerusalem or the Azarot? What kind of Derash is this? Yerushalayim is not even subject to Eglar. If there's a dead guy in Yerushalayim, they don't bring Eglar Ufa. Or next to Yerushalayim. Why? There's 10 different halakhot that I said regarding Yerushalayim. The Gemara doesn't list them all. Which is one of them. That what? Because what? It's only on, 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 on cities that were divided amongst the Shivatim. And if you hold that Yerushalayim was not nechleka to the Shivatim, it's like the Tzidat Ladeshet. So therefore, how can you, how can you come along in this and say, who's going to bring the Yerushalayim? Yerushalayim doesn't bring the Yerushalayim. 
שימצא חלב האדמה וגומד ולשתה, ואין ירושלים ירושה, זה כסבה לא נתחלק על השבטים. פיעוד ירושלים הוא נבואה את השבטים, זה סאבג'קטו, נאללה ידעת, ועוד לא נודע מהיכאו כתיב, והנודע מהיכאו. לא תמיד בגלל הערופה, אז לא נודע. When you don't know who the murderer is here, the murderer is not at large, we know the guy, it's the Kohen that has saved him. Ela kedel arbot b'bchiyah. Exactly. It was only to get them, arouse them to cry. Why? To break them in order they should make teshuvah. So it was the dirash. It wasn't a halachic discourse. So the father came along and saw the child still b'farpet. He was still moving. Amar, harayu kaparatchim. Ve'adayin b'ni kayam. And therefore take out the knife. Status and always had it just that Shifichut Damim became light. Is that that what happened? Or Dilma Shifichut Damim Kedekai Makal Tarat Kedim Hida Hamira. Or no, did Shifichut Damim have its status, but they just lifted and had more sensitivity to Tarat Kedim? So the question is, what made Tarat Kedim more Hamur? Is it that they lowered the standard of Shifichut Damim, or Shifichut Damim was always on the standard, but they just raised the standard of Tarat Kedim? The fact that I brought a pasuk, if you remember in Amud Rishon, from Menasheh. Means blood was flowing in the streets of Yerushalayim, unfortunately. What does that mean? That blood was cheap. Blood was light. So therefore, Tarat Kirim was always strict. They were always being makpeed in the Beit HaMikdash of Tarat Kirim. So it wasn't odd to say, hey, take the knife out, he's still alive. That, they always had that stringency. But Mita was already lowered. שבעמינל He goes to the Kevesh, puts it on the west, eastern side of the Kevesh, uh, and he leaves it over there. That's the normal avodah that's done every month. It has to be done by a Kohen. It does not have to be done by a Kohen Gadol. It's done by Kohen Hejot. Except for Kippur, Kippur, everything is done by Kohen Gadol. The question we have over here is the Begadim that he wears. So the Torah is going to discuss which Begadim does he have to wear when he does this over here. And the Torah also tells us that um, when there's a lot of... Uh, Ashes um, on the Mizbeah. Then there's another mitzvah. The mitzvah is to take, you know, a big keli, fill up the keli with the ashes because sometimes there's so much ashes you can't, you can't, you can't use the mitzvah anymore. It's all ashes. So that's called a different turumat tradition where they fill up the box or the bucket, whatever they're collecting with, and they have to take it outside of the of the city. That's also an avodah that's done by the kohen outside the Beit Hamikdash. They take it to a special place, makomadish. Now we're going to discuss over here this uh, mitzvah over here, cleaning the mitzvah. Tell Rabbanan, Pashat, Vedabash, Begadim, Ahirim, Ve'otzi'i Tadesh. Let's talk about what I just said now, the second Turumah. Which means, the Kohen goes onto the mitzvah wearing Begadim. Fair assumption, as we'll see, it's a Befirush Pasuk in the Torah, Begdei Kehuna. 
And then it says when he gets the ashes, now he's got to take it outside the city. We're talking about where he's taking the excess. Right. So it's a vehotzi. So it's a before he does that, upashat, uvelabash begedim ahirim. It's to change his clothes. Although the Torah doesn't tell us, what is he changing to? Is he changing to Bigdehol? Or is he changing to other Bigdehkeuna? Shum'ani kederich yom kippurim. But we know yom kippur, doesn't he always change his clothes to come between avodah la avodah? So it says, sheposhet bigdehkod velobesh bigdehol. Tamud omar. So I would have thought, like a Kohen, what does a Kohen do? He goes from Kodesh and he changes to Hall to his mundane clothes. We know, we, know, we know he goes from Big Day Zahav to Big Day Lavan. But at the end of the day, he goes from Big Day Kodesh and he goes to what? Big Day Hall. So I would have thought that just like the Kohen, when it says, Ufashad Big Adav, and he goes to his, to his regular clothes, I might have thought that here also, the Kohen wears regular clothes to take out the, the Deshet. So what it says, Tamud Lomar, Ufashad Big Adav, Velavash Big Adim Aherim. It says, he takes off his clothes, he wears different clothes. Makish begadim shelovesh, the begadim sheposhet. Oh, so it's velavash, velavash. Fashat begadav, velavash begadim ha'arim. So it's making a cash between the clothes that he took off and the clothes that he's putting on. Ma'ad anam begdekod. I've come begdekod. It's just like the clothes he took off from begdekod. It's because he's putting on is begdekodesh. Good. Also, the Gemara comes along and says... So why is it called Ahirim? If it's Kodesh, and he's a Kohen Hed Yot, you're putting on the uh, same clothes. What's, 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 what's uh, Ahirim? Less, less in value. Old, old ones, worn out ones. Logic being, we don't want you to wear the nice clothes when you take out the garbage, when you take out the effort. It's Avodah, you got to wear clothes, but uh, you know, don't wear the nice clothes. That's the first opinion. So the first opinion is what again, Abotai? Upashat begadav velabash begadim aherim perush begadim kedushim aval pechutim. Very good. That's Tana Kamas talking. However, we have a Bili Ezra over here. Bili Ezra men aherim vehotzi. What is it aherim vehotzi? They met ala kohanim ba'ale mumim. Interesting. Aharim. The Aharim is not going on the Begadim. The Aharim is going on the Kohanim. Which means, Upashat Begadav, Velavash Begadim. Okay, he puts on Begadim, regular Begadim. Aharim Vehotzi. Who's Aharim Vehotzi? Even a Rebbe Almum. From here we learn that it's not an Avodah to take out the ashes. So therefore, even a Almum was considered Aharim, could be Motzi. So Mr. Ma, he doesn't have to wear big the whole. The whole. The whole. The whole. The whole. So it says, Shkishim no siyadesh. Gemara says, read that she, hi, Ahirim. Leave the big Rashi there, that's all Gersaot. Go to Ahirim Vehotzi. Ahirim Vehotzi, Limed ala Kohanim ba'ale mumin, hi, Ahirim, a Kohen kaya. Lomar, Kohanim, Shehen Ahirim. Right. For this avodah, they, they, they consider kasher. Why? Because it's not a regular avodah. And therefore, they can even buy the movement. Like we learned, they can check the wood with, with for, the worms. for worms. Uh, well, I could turn avodot, allow them to buy the movement. Amar Okay, now we're going back. 
Now we're going back, Rabotai, to the statement. That was the statement, Bechlal, and the, the Brayta. Now we go analyze. Harim, Pechotim, Mehem. You take other clothes that are Pechotim, Mehem. Kedetana, the Be'er Bishmael. What does it say? Kedetana, the Be'er Bishmael. Begadim, she Be'er Bishmael, Kedetana, the Be'er Bishmael. The clothes that you, uh, you cooked in, that's not the clothes you serve in. The clothes you cooked in get dirty. So therefore, you're not going to go now, cook in the, in, the, in the kitchen, get stains all over the shirt, and then you go serve. No, you change your garments. Similarly, over the Kohen, that's serving by the Mizbeah. We don't want him to wear the same garments that he got dirty with, with the ashes. That's why we have to change. Beautiful. That's the opinion of Tanakama. No, but that's explaining the logic of Tanakama, why it says Begadim Ahirim. Because of this principle. Right. It's not kavot al to do another service with dirty clothes. So if it changes his clothes, keep them clean. Amar Shlakish. Oh, so now Shlakish has a big hadush over here, Rabotai. Shlakish has a big hadush. If, if it's considered uh, an abodah that he has to wear clothes or not, so do we have the mahloket and actually the tirumat edition as well, which means we have a mahloket, can a ba'almum do this hotzaat edition? Tarekamah sounded like you cannot. Cannot. Only it was the B in the Aizid that said, Balmum can do it. But they were only talking about we thought, Hotza'ah. But he comes along and says the B, the Shtakish, the same Malik replies to the Haramah itself. That the B in the Aizid will say that even Haramah Tadashim can be done by a Balmum. That's a Bechadush. That's a Bechadush. So therefore, not only the Hotza'ah, even the Haramah, it's a Ma'loket, if it can be done by Balmum or not. That's she. Then you have to say it's not an Avodah. We have to say because it could be it's an avodah that's that's that, 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 Unbelievable. But if you Hanan, I'm going to no. Machloket b'hotzaah. The machloket is gabe hotzaah. Whether you use ba'amum or not, but call avodah It's an avodah meaning it's avodah that's only kasher by regular regular kohanim. Uh, okay, good. Now we have to try to figure out the Shlakish's logic. What's the Shlakish's logic that allows even Harama, according to be the Ezer, to do with Baal Mumin? What's the, where do you see that in the Torah? Maita, Madri Shlakish. So this is like this. Let's go slow. If you remember, in the Torah itself, when it talks about Harama tradition, what does it say in the Torah? It says, Velaba Shekohen Midobad. It says he will wear midobad, that's like the ketonet. Umichnesebad is the pants. That's two out of the four clothes. Torah only lists two out of the four clothes. And then what? Vinimit addition. Hold it. We know there's big day kona of four. We know there's big day kona of eight. We never heard of big day kona of two. So what's the second he's going to say? So you see, it's not a real avoda. The Torah lets the queen wear two clothes. So whatever, what's two clothes? Yeah, you see, it's not really an avodah. That's why I let a bomb move do it. That's where he got, his, where he got tipped off from. And the fact that Torah comes along, never we saw this before. Either we have Big Day Dalit or Big Day Shmona. Here we have Big Day Shtayim. So he says, 
I mean, Tosfot, Tosfot, so you, you, you can learn it the other way. So, so Adrabat, learn over here. There's a non avodah every day close? Right. So, it must be this an avodah. Maybe it's avodah. Maybe it's avodah. Maybe it's avodah. But you go the other way. <laughs> 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 That's Tosfot's question. Tosfot says, But if you don't have any avodah, you don't have any avodah. So, Tosfot says, That's not a question because the Kohen is allowed to wear begadim even if he's not doing an avodah. It's not a, it's not a, a or something. He can wear begadim if he wants to wear it. It doesn't hurt. So you can't bring a proof because she's wearing clothes that it's necessarily necessary in Avodah. Because he doesn't have to wear clothes. He can wear clothes even if he's doing a non-Avodah. So it's not necessarily a proof on that side. But the fact that you're only making wearing two and not four, that shows you already that this Avodah is uh, not really an Avodah. That's just Takish's logic. But Rabbi Yohanan, no, Rabbi Yohanan's a short question there. Because Rabbi Yohanan says, no, 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 for sure it's an Avodah, Avodah. If it's Avodah, what's the two begadim? He says, Galer, Ahmanah, Beketor, Tobiknasayim. What do you think of Abnet? Amazing answer. Means, Vichule. Vichule. The Shiturah says, Omechnesebad, Yelbash, Albesaro, Beketonibad Kodesh, Yelbash, Mechnesebad. And then put in parentheses, which the Shiturah doesn't say, and of course the other two also. We have to tell you everything? It's very strange. You told me two out of the four. But it's assumed there's no such thing as two. Two means four. So the Gabara says, Oh, so why why list these two? But no, just say Kohen. And I know Kohen wins four. But you, you know once you tell me Kohen, I know Kohen I gotta do four. Once you're telling me Midoban, why don't you tell me these two? By the way, tell me Mr. Stephen Dabnet. No, don't really come out question, don't say anything. Just say Kohen. Yeah, but I answered, no, Mido bad. It says, Mido kemidato. Uh, it's coming to have to fit. You can't wear baggy uh, begadin. After the fit is garment, fit is size. So it's not teaching you din. We know it's before begadin. But Mido bad is coming to teach you, has to be fitted. Mido kemidato. Mechnesebad. What does Mechnesebad come and teach me? Mechnetanya. Inayin shelo yehe davar kodem de mechnesayin. How do you know that he has to put the mechnasayim on first when he's, uh, when he's unclothed? When it's still basar, when he's naked. Teach me what? Mechnasayim, come on first. Oh. Even though Tosfot says, wait a minute, it says it already by the Kohen Gadol. By the Kohen Gadol that says, so why can't we learn it from the Kohen Gadol that it's got to be first? No, Kohen Gadol has different rules. You can't learn Kohen Hidyot rules from Kohen Gadol. We have different rules, so therefore you can't extrapolate one from the other. No problem. Vinish Takish, Narish Takish, agrees with this concept that it has to be fitted clothes and he has to put the Mechnesayim on first. But, where did he learn it from? Because he learns that these two Begadim are Davka. So therefore, if you say... That really, like the Bihana, no, these are, you don't need these words at all. The whole thing is extra because really, Khalil from Kohen. Why is it saying it? Teach me dinim in the size, the order. But according to Shtakish, no. 
You don't wear four begadim. So these begadim are davka. So where, where do you know the other rules from? Which means, you can learn two things, by the way. Why did the Torah refer to the ketonet in using the word midah? Midah is benashon, midah. So I can learn two things. I can learn them when I still wear it, but the way the Torah referred to it is midah. And I can learn the same thing from the other part. It just should have said, If it was just teach me that's to wear those garments. What does it mean, Al Besaro? Oh, no. Not sure. It should be first. It should become first. Which means, the Shaggy says, I can learn two things on this Basuk. Give me something. Right. You have to say, Mido. You have to say, Mido Bad. And you have to say, Mikhnasim. But the teaching has to wear these garments. These and nothing else. But the way it referred to them, I could learn also the deen of fitted and coming up. Rashi. Uh, read Rashi. Gale Rahmana Bikatolam Mikhnasayim. Right. Right. Once, once you tell me you have to wear Midobad uh, that means you can't wear his regular clothes. But once you're not wearing your regular clothes, it's four. So why did it say these two then? Mm-hmm. Right, can't be too short, can't be too long. And, that, and this is teaching us for all Abodah, not just to Matadesh. Right. 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 He only wears two out of the four. So how does he know the other two rules? Which he agrees to those two rules. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's coming up in the Gemara. Yeah, yeah, she's coming up. Okay, we'll see that uh, she again as we read the Gemara. Good. <laughs> this what we just said, Mahlokat Shakish Rabbi Hanan, is Turumat Adeshen in Avodah or not? Nafkamina, can you use Baal Mumim or not? Nafkamina, the Bigadim. What, what, what's, what's worn? What's worn? So the Gemara says, actually, it's a amongst the Tanaim. Beautiful. Gemara says, Ketanei al besaro matamudomar yilbash. What does it mean when it says yilbash? It says al besaro. So what does it mean yilbash? What's that extra word? Can I say an extra word? Because it says velavash already. Says already, we know. So the extra yilbash is coming to say yes. We other clothes also. 
that were not mentioned. What's the other clause that were not mentioned? We learn it from the extra word, Yilbash. Good. Who's that like? Rabbi Yohanan. It's not, it's not uh, automatic. You need a word. You need a word. Right. You need a word, Yilbash. The, the Tanaim have a word for it. The Mahlogat of the Amoraim, the Shakish of Yohanan, is really Mahlogat Amora Tanaim, and they had a word, Yilbash, which is in the Pasuk itself that teaches me to wear too. That's coming to tell you a different thing. That the bigadim of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippurim, which is the big day Lavan, that he wears, and we learned the Shita, that he wears on Yom Kippur, is Kashir the Kohen Gadol, which reminded, and we know the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur did not wear Shabnez. That te- remember we deduced from there that he must hold the bidosa that the kohen yot all year long wears a regular belt just made up linen and not well from the fact that he's able to use the kohen gadol's big name of kippur all year round. Evante, look at midashi. Now midashi. I'll be sorry, my tamut. I'll be sorry. It says v'labash already. What's the extra yilbash? Right, it's going back on the first Vilabash, which means when it says bad, it means Vilabash. It's going back from the beginning. Why do you have to say Yilbash again? The Vilabash can go on both. Beauty. Got it? Yeah, but No, no, no. This is talking about the, this is, no, it's about the Kohen Yot doing the Tadashi. But he's, u- he's using recirculated begadim. No, 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 no. He's wearing, he has to wear four begadim to do haramat adeshen. Odpam. The pasuk says, What is yilbash? It says vilavash in the beginning. To come and teach you that he doesn't only wear these two. He has to wear the other two that the pasuk doesn't mention. Stop. That's the first shita, which is which is which is the Hanan that said. That when it comes to harama, everybody says it has to be done by a kasher with begadim and now to be dosab. He said, no, 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 no. Yilbash is telling me a separate hadush outside of trimat adeshin. Not bring the two. The two is the two. I trimat yilbash. That's for kohen gadol kohen edyot. To be dosab. The bid osa omer lahabi arbaa bedel aban shishemesh bahem kohen gadol b'yom kipurim shikisherin lehediot kol hashana. This is where Vehini Hasham comes in. Over here, in Bidosa. If you tell me Vehini Hamsham, Vehini Hamsham sounds like what? That the Queen Gadol, if he finishes wearing the Begadim, Vehini Hamsham. Wait, Vehini Hamsham sounds like it's Vehini Giniza. Vehini Giniza, you tell me the Queen Gadol wears it. Right. All it means is that the Kohen Gadol cannot reuse them. But the Kohen Hediot can. That's how we know. So we have a machloka on our Vinicham, Sham as well. Okay, that's that over there. So just has a question over here. So we hold over here that while according to the Buhanan, uh, the Buhanan held that the mahlokit by uh, uh, the mahlokit is only by Hotsa'ah, but by Harama, everybody agrees you have to wear four begadim, and everybody agrees it's Avodah, no Baalimumim, and all that stuff over there. So Tosfot asks, 
וקשה להיגבה הוצאה מנהלן דבאי ארבעה בגדים. According to רבי יוחנן קוטה תנקמה, we're saying that it's a מחלוקת between רבי יוחנן ושקיש, or the two rabbis, בהוצאה, one rabbi says, you only need two בגדים, and one rabbi says you need four בגדים. Where do we know that הוצאה would need four בגדים? I don't know הוצאה would need four בגדים, because according to one of the opinions, we're not making a difference. We're saying if it's עבודה, then you need four. And that's what the Bazooka is saying. The Bazooka is saying, two, but the Bazooka is talking about Tirumat Adeshen. Where do you know Hotza'ah needs four Begadim? Where do you know it's the Abodah in general? Right, which means, any Khanami, you want to tell me everybody holds that Harama is Abodah, Rabbi Yohanan. Everybody holds that Harama is Abodah, you need four Begadim, no problem. And Hotza'ah? Every Mahlokit in Hotza'ah. Good, what's the Mahlokit? One rabbi says Hotza'ah is nothing, therefore you can wear even Big Dehol if he wants. Another rabbi? No, it is Abodah. Therefore he has to wear Four. Where did you see that? Where did you see Otsa'a? Uh, no way in the Torah does it say by Otsa'a. So it was four right away. Yes. Because she can be Otsa'a, I mean, I don't have to be Arba'a Begadim. Because I don't have to be Harama, meaning we only know two Begadim, Velabash, Upashat, Fabehekesh, that he has to change the clothes that he puts on. In Ken Hadinan Makshinan, I guess Tosfot saying it's a doubly mood. You'd have to learn, first of all, how do we know that for Harama you have to wear it? It was from Hekesh. Now you want to make a Hekesh. Hotsa'at Harama, Dabar Haramed Hekesh, in Hotsa'at Hekesh, but Kadashim. Normally you can do that. Hekesh to Hekesh you can do, but not by Kadashim. So basically Tosfot asking, what's your Mekor, Legabe Hotsa'at, that needs four Begadim? From here, you, you, don't, you, don't have, you, don't have a, you don't have a, what do you call it, a, a proof. No, not Hotza'a. Always we're talking about the, the, the Harama. So you want to make, you want to make, you want to say. Oh, but what is he wearing? What is he wearing? So you want to make a Hekesh. You want, no, you want to make a Hekesh. Right, you want to say Hotza'a, at Harama. But Harama itself was a Hekesh. So therefore, the Varela made me a Hekesh, in a Hosev, made me a Hekesh. That's the first question. This is not Kadashim. This is the clothes. When does it say you cannot hear Kesh take Kesh? But Kurbanot. There's no Kurbanot. What about what Begadim is he wear? Therefore, it's okay to learn Kesh take Kesh. And then he says, but according to the second shot, it's not a Kesh, it's Yilbash. According to the second, the Ketanae that we just learned, it's coming from the word Yilbash. That's not a Kesh. So, so you're allowed to learn now, make a Kesh from Harama. Because Harama itself would not learn from Hekesh, it would learn from Eribuya, 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 from